Hello and welcome to episode 5 of my podcast, Sorry I'm Rambling, the podcast that has everything you weren't looking for and more. Each episode is going to have a little bit of everything and a whole lot of chaos. As I said last week, I have a special guest today. Many of you know her by her classic name on Twitch, Sea Salt, but I like to call her Big Sister Cece. Hi, Cece. Hello. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Um, and last week we talked about all about Chia and her pistachios, of course. I love how her pistachios became like the center point for like that episode. Uh, but she talked all about her dancing experience all the way up from when she was younger, all the way up until now, right before the pandemic and reminiscing in those beautiful, beautiful memories. If you want to go ahead and jump over to that episode, but you totally don't have to listen to it to understand today's episode, which is all about our future of like college and like twitch and i am so excited to get into it i think it's gonna be great but obviously before we get into that we need to talk about chemistry of course so what is like your like vibes with chemistry i never took chemistry in high school i avoided it at all costs you're kidding i i'm so sorry (laughs) i'm not kidding I was really bad with all the sciences, especially like bi- biology and physics. And so I just hated, Dang. I hated the idea of chemistry because I knew it was really hard for my classmates. So I avoided it and I took environmental systems and societies instead. Oh, so you didn't even have to take like a basic like chemistry course or whatever. Cause I had to take one like sophomore year. No, I got to avoid it because I took wow. so I took biology in my freshman year, then I took physics in my sophomore year, and then I took ESS, which is like the short version, like short way to say yeah. environmental systems and society. So I took ESS my junior and my senior year. It was a two year course. Oh my god. Yeah, wow, that's I got to wild. avoid it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there were other people who um, took it, but I, like, you, everyone got, like, a lot of options at my school. Oh. Pretty lucky. My school was, like, a lot of, like, common core stuff. So it was, like, oh, you want to take, like, a fun science? Well, we got physics, we got chemistry, and we got biology. You can take anatomy Mm -hmm. if you want. Like, go ahead and take anatomy, but (laughs) that's it. That's all we got for you. Dang, that's wild to me. It, it was pretty, like, because it was an academic school, there were a lot of different, like, versions for, if for you know, academic studies. But if you were trying to do anything with the arts, there weren't many options. Oh, like, okay. I took ceramics my junior and senior year, but the ceramics class was actually being threatened to be shut down. So it was, oh, like, wow. like, the arts at my school was, like, very not, not supported, you know. Okay. Yeah, we, like, I mean, like, we kind of, like, our arts were, like, really big. Uh, I don't want to, like, say too much because then I feel like I might end up doxing myself a little bit. But Mm -hmm. I did do, like, speech team and stuff. And we did, like, this thing called, like, oral interpretation. And, Mm -hmm. like, that was really big, ironically. Um, But, yeah. That's wild. So, like, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're totally My school was a, um... 
IB school, which is International Baccalaureate oh. School, and it was one of the only International Baccalaureate schools at, in my, it was the only one in my district, and so we were, like, top of the class in, like, um, all, like, FBLA and, uh, what is it, like, Science Bowl or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I remember before I went to my school, my mom showed me a video of people celebrating at prom because we won one of those, like, scientific competitions. It was really nerdy okay, school. Okay, go off. Go off, though. Yeah. So it was all about that. And that's what they prioritized. Oh, I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, then, in that case, so kind of related. Yeah, I would, I would say related. Um, I'm going to need you instead then to rank uh, the members of BTR in order from least favorite to most favorite. And I need reasonings. Do you not Big know Time Big Rush? T- Big Time Rush, yes. I never watched Big Time Rush, Seth. I'm oh, so you're sorry. You're kidding. You and <laughs> I'm like the I'm wrong. Really... Oh my God. I know. I'm like the wrong person to interview. You know what? Here's the. How about this? I'll Google them and I can in... I can rank them based on. You know their just, looks. Ah, their looks. I can be okay, like two D, two dimensional like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So just the oh, all. Okay. I heard. I actually re- heard that um, most of the time the members on set were high. I saw a TikTok about. That. Are you kidding me? Like they because Snoop Dogg was apparently in one of their yeah, episodes. Yeah, Snoop Dogg was so, on the Christmas special. Yeah, so they got high with Snoop Dogg, which is You're really kidding funny. Kidding me. No, here. Oh my God. Big Time Rush cast. Let me see the cast. Okay, well you gotta get like the four main boys though. Okay, the four main guys. Yeah. Here, Big Time, Big, big Time Rush guys. Because I think if we're going off a cast, like up at the top has to be like Sierra Bravo, like the little sister. For all the people mm-hmm. who have seen it, definitely like know who I'm talking about. Do you know Sierra Bravo though? Um, I saw one photo of her just now on Google. <laughs> yeah. So yes, I know her now. She's an icon. But... I was, I always thought that Big Time Rush was, like, one of those, like, normal sitcoms, you know, like, like, Nickelodeon stuff, but when I saw the clip, I was surprised to see, there were a lot of angles, though, there were way, it wasn't just, like, a flat set. Yeah, 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 it's definitely, I would say, like, kind of classic, like, not, like, classic, but, like, stereotypical Nickelodeon of that time, where they had, like, a lot of, like actual like places as they're set they didn't really have mm-hmm. like s- like constructed sets and stuff because like i think that yeah. like the hotel that they live in the palm woods is like a real place i don't mm-hmm. think they like constructed it or whatever but yeah. yeah okay let me just send you a photo and i can go off of that because i can't okay. find anything that has their names in the photo as well because okay. <laughs> i'll like know. say the not name enough then. Yes, not enough big time rush stands on Google. Okay. Clearly not enough. So, and oh, I literally was just looking at this picture. I had it pulled up. This yeah, is probably. Okay. I think the best. I want to say the guy on the left, James, looks so photoshopped in this. Like his face his looks eyes, like ridiculously photoshopped. I don't know why. Yes. Like for anyone listening, if you just like search big time rush, it's like the first photo. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they like got like, like the KCAs, and it's like nickelodeon nickelodeon like the background mm-hmm. if you search big time rush it's like the fourth photo actually yeah. i lied but gotcha so the good. first guy i think is like one of the is the prettiest you know just because yeah. his eyes and the eyelashes like yeah. and his like hair frames his face perfectly mm-hmm. but 
Honestly, I would place him at second. Dang. Okay. Also, this the one she's talking about is James. Mm-hmm. The the second one would probably be third. Oh, T. Okay. <laughs> like I feel like in this photo, his haircut does not suit him very well at all. Yeah. And then yeah. in other photos, he's practically like bald. Because of how like short his mm. hair is. Yeah, I can I can see. So that. I feel I like she's talking about mm-hmm. Carlos, by the way. Yeah, I found another photo. I think then... I know who you're gonna put first. I think I know who you're gonna put fourth. I mean, okay, the guy who the third guy is the cutest guy. Yes, he's Logan. like yes. he's he looks the kindest as well. Logan is that yeah. Logan looks the kindest out of them all. And he looks like he would treat me right. The guy on the right, like the the one all the way to the right, mm-hmm. looks like he has like like he's up to something. He looks like I don't trust him. Oh my god! His shifty not eyes. You. Not you throwing shade at Kendall, but actually, look, he's same. I definitely, I would say when I was like younger and I watched the show, I definitely put like James, the one on the far left, at like the top. I was like, mm. he is extremely attractive. Also, that like second photo you sent is like what they looked like in the last season, by the way. Oh, and like it looks scary. <laughs> like that's like the, the haircuts the right. and stuff. Yeah, the guy all the way to the right who I placed first, I would yeah. place fourth. You're kidding. Or no, the, the one I placed, the one I placed first in the first time, I would place fourth now because he just looks like a like a like a Barbie. He doesn't look yeah. real. But, so, yeah. So, I feel like that's how I'd rank them. Okay. But I think it's the haircut that makes me so suspicious of him as well. Yeah. The hair that's, like, it's, like, combed up and kind of, like, floofed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I get that. I see that. There's this guy in Hannah Montana who had, like, a similar haircut. I, do you know who I'm talking about? I'm trying to, like, late. rapper guy. Oh, yeah. The rapper? <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. Okay. okay if you're not it. talking about like what is it, the two guys that she's like deciding between? No, no, right? this guy. Oh, you're talking about Mitchell Musso? Yes, Hannah Montana. Mitchell. Oh my god, I remember there was like tea surrounding him when it was like in I think it was in like 2012, 2010 that he got like a DUI. Yeah, he got a DUI and he got in a whole bunch of like legal trouble. Yeah. But what I'm more concerned about is his haircut that they like stuck him in for the entirety of Hannah Montana. Like, it's worse than a bowl cut. I feel like it's, it's so whole... unmanageable. It's a whole helmet. Yeah. His, his Yeah, honestly. His haircut as Oliver is a whole helmet and his outfits oh, that's were atrocious. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Damn. Yeah, that just haircuts like that just give me the heebie-jeebies. I feel like mm. there's like something hidden underneath, hidden underneath it. All like, that you just, hair. Like, lift up that hair. Yes. You got the, the five head real estate hidden underneath there. I don't think I don't <laughs> think he has a five head though. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, like okay, their haircuts look like they're trying to like copy the really hot scene guys back in like the 2010s. But they're not getting it. Just like how, like, a lot of straight guys are wearing skirts now in, on, like, TikTok in order oh to, like, God. get girls to like them. But they aren't, don't act, wouldn't actually wear skirts in, like, real life. They're just wearing them for TikTok. 
when art becomes reality. <laughs> Please, not art. <laughs> but yes, when when art becomes reality. When when life imitates art. Yes, yes, that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm, when art becomes reality. I hate myself so much. You're kidding. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, enough about chemistry and BTR. So, mm -hmm. I always like to give a book recommendation because I love reading. I love reading a lot. So, mm -hmm. do you have like a favorite book or a book that you would like to recommend to all those listening? Oh my god. Okay, if you let if you love fantasy, like if you are like someone who likes to escape reality and just like jump into a um, like fantasy world, I have like the books for you. So there's this book series called The Lunar Chronicles, and it is my absolute favorite ever because it basically takes the um, like it takes Cinderella and Snow White as well as Rapunzel and what is it? What is the next one? Red Riding Hood. It takes those four fairy tales and it puts them into a futuristic um, like sci-fi and fantasy um, book series. And it is the most oh, amazing wow. thing I have ever read. Ever. It's called The Lunar Chronicles and the main character is um, Cinder and she's basically Cinderella. And oh my god, it's just the most amazing thing ever. I actually begged my parents to give me the um book series for christmas last year because the covers were revamped and it was just the most beautiful thing ever like i would frame i would frame them as posters in my room if i could yeah that's my book recommendation you honestly have me so hooked on it like that sounds really really good are they like like how long have they been around when they were when were they like published do you oh, know oh my god they've been i I, I'll look it up, but they were around for a re really long amount of time. I remember in elementary school, the reason how I found it was I was in the Scholastic Book Fair, believe it or yes, not, and I found the first book, Cinder Lunar Chronicles. It's like, it's, it's just one of those like books that you won't, you don't expect to be like amazing, but I was just hooked onto it. And it's like the font is also different than a normal book and so that also like hooked me on because it was something different all right but it sounds like so interesting i honestly am definitely gonna have to add that to my book list it is definitely extending now like <laughs> terribly long but mm -hmm. i definitely need yeah. to like get around because oh so there's like oh so is each book about a different one Hi, kind of so okay so the first book is about cinder yeah and it's about how so basically what happens is that sh her sister has come down with a deadly virus her stepsister and uh -huh. she is currently working as a mechanic and she's also a cyborg oh so, okay so cinder is a cyborg and a mechanic and by chance she ends up meeting the prince who has like one of his um, like robots that he's really close to is like breaking down and so she's volunteering to help him while trying to cover up the fact that she's a cyborg and during all this her sister has come down with a deadly virus that currently has no cure and so that's how it starts off and so the first book 
is with Cinder and as she's trying to, you know, help her sister and get to know the prince. And then the second book introduces um, Red Riding Hood, a.k.a. Scarlet. Uh, then the third book introduces Cress, a.k.a. Rapunzel. And then the fourth book introduces Winter, a.k.a. Snow White. And so it's just, it's so good. It's like, it sounds really corny how when I say it, but it also has, like, has, it ha it's really interesting. And it's one of my favorites. It is more, um, like, young adult um, yeah. themed, but, oh my god. It just, like, hits all of my boxes. There's also, like, it, it kind of reminds me, there's this niche going on for people who read webtoons, where it's, like, uh -huh. g girl gets reincarnated into, um, like, love triangle story that she read back on Earth, and that's, all, that's also something that checks all my boxes, so uh -huh. I am a sucker. I am a sucker for these kind of fantasy books. 90% of my bookshelf is made up of them. So, like, while Chia loves history, I am a suck. I am a <laughs> for fantasy books. I I'll admit it. I'm gonna have so, to. I'm gonna have to bleep that out. I keep it clean. I'm sorry. No, that's I'm okay. Sorry. That's okay. But it's true. I just love them so much. As you should, though. And as if you, you like. Should. Yes, and if you look it up, you can see how the covers have changed, yeah. and they're so beautiful. I was looking at that like, art, and it's, like, really good. It's I so like it good, and it made, like, my characters come to life. It made them come to life, and it's just, Because mm. then you kind of have that visual in your head. Yes, it, it like, because I have um, aphantasia, which means I can't, like, visualize anything in my head. Oh. So the, these, like, like, so... I'm able to like actually see what the characters were meant to be, were meant to look like, and it's so good. It, it really helped me like love these characters even more than I already did. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Awesome book mm -hmm. rack. I really, again, I'm definitely gonna be adding that to the list for sure because that sounds really interesting yes. and kind of up my alley, honestly. So yes, as, yeah. as you should. Okay. Well, enough about fantasy novels, Big Time Rush, and Mitchell Musso. Um, <laughs> let's get into the bulk of the episode and have a candid conversation about what CC has decided that we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about, like, college, Twitch, and kind of, like, our future. Like, where we kind of want to go with this, whatever we really want to talk about. I think the best way to start off is kind of, like, like, where we're at, like, right now. So, like, Let's kind of talk about, like, college and stuff. So we're both freshmen, unless you've lied to me about your age. Um, <laughs> no, no. I'm yeah. a community college freshman in my second semester. Yeah, and then majoring in, or, like, plan to major in. I don't know. That's I'm still undecided. <laughs> oh, but um, I know you're, I like, into, like... Kind of like, what kind of classes are you taking right now, though? I'm currently taking art and bi biological anthropology and math. I only have three subjects this semester because I kind of messed up while scheduling. Oh. I was supposed to have geography as well. And I forgot that I um, 
signed up for the like waitlisted class instead of the act like class oh. I was aiming for. So that was my bad. And but it's okay because I'm swamped with classwork anyways. So So that's gonna kinda work out. You know out, what? Though. It's it kinda worked out. But um last semester I took ceramics, cultural anthropology, um history, like just world history. Yeah. And something else. I don't remember what. But yeah, so it's it's I'm just trying to get my gen ed out of the way and then I'm thinking about yeah. transferring to a college, like a UC. Yeah, yeah, like a liberal arts type thing. Mhm. Yeah. I'm more like I feel like I'm not a very ambitious person. I like to go where I feel. Like I like to do what I feel like doing. Yeah. And I don't really plan ahead too much. Maybe so I mostly want to transfer Yeah, I I mostly want to transfer to a certain college because my friend goes there and I she's like this would probably be good for you. So mm-hmm. that's my plan. Either that or I want to become an exchange student again and go to somewhere like Taiwan or Australia since I have friends there now. Oh my god. I feel like that would be fun. That'd be so cool. What the heck? Right? I I had a friend who um, went to a UC and so she actually ended up spending a year in Taiwan mm-hmm. and she's like half Taiwanese like me so I felt like that would be interesting but ever since like meeting like making a lot of friends who are australian from twitch and like getting to know a lot of people i've been thinking that that would be interesting as well because i mean i already speak the language so it'd be um easier to integrate myself there and yeah so that's another possibility i'm thinking about i just need to find (laughs) i just need to find a uc i can transfer to that might be able to do that that's so, yeah. really cool. I, like, we have never, like, really talked about this. So, like, I just, I had a feeling that you mm-hmm. were, like, going for, like, kind of, like, arts or, like, ceramics. Because I have a couple of people that I know that are, like, majoring in ceramics. Um, mm-hmm. Which I feel like low-key is kind of up your alley. Because I've seen your art streams. I've seen you gun off. And, like, you've, like, mm-hmm. your strawberry. That was so cute. I remember that one. Oh, that my really God. Cute. Thank you. Yeah. I, I really like ceramics, but I don't know if I'm like motivated enough to per like pursue art because art you have to be really like motivated to do my freaking my art professor is slamming us with work every single week and it's always like these big projects and then I go all out for it after procrastinating for like half the week and then (laughs) I turn it in and half my I think my half my classmates don't put like a third of the effort into it that i do and i just get so burnt out because i'm like Mm -hmm. oh i could be like putting like zero like zero percent of the effort into it and still get an okay grade yeah but then i feel like a failure i feel like i didn't push myself hard enough you know Mm -hmm. i feel that i definitely do Mm -hmm. so i feel like i art might be something i would pursue in the future and Honestly, I might do it as a hobby. Yeah. It's, it's a fun thing to do casually. Because I was going to say, I feel like once you start doing something, like, academically, it does kind of, like, start taking some fun out of it, you know? It does. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, something that, like, 
I don't like always understand it, especially about like the fine arts like stuff. Like when people like get majors, and I'm like, if you're just gonna like go and like end up like having like an art studio somewhere, or you're just gonna go audition places and stuff, do you need to like be going to college? Like, is it worth it? You know, to be like getting like that major? Because if anything, I feel like it can kind of like take away from that because then you start looking at it in a very like analytical perspective when it's supposed to be a very creative type field you know yeah I feel like in a way part of me is like why do I need to um get a degree for this when there's so many people I know who are like self-made and like although they are going to college for this kind of stuff they're mostly like are, we're able to um, pursue their careers without anything like that. You know, like there are a lot of um, YouTubers that I follow who are um, like self-made artists who made like videos about their art and stuff like that. And from there on, we're able to get make more connections with businesses and stuff where they would make their um, like be their designers or something like that. Give, yeah. Like make advertisements for them. So in a way, I'm like... Why do I need to put all the effort into that when I can just have fun with it? And then another part of me is like, bro, if you go to these UCs, if you go to these like art schools, it'll help you practice and then refine your thing. And then a part of me is like, I can just practice on my own. I can exactly. be cheap about it. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Like, I've even heard that most um, art schools are, like, one, they're really expensive because yeah. all the art supplies are so expensive. And on another hand, it's just them, like, giving you practice. It's mostly them yeah. giving you practice and having you practice these techniques and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I also know that there are a lot of people who are, like... um good at art and so what they do is they just give out commissions to their fans and they from there are able to make a career out of that so that's also a possibility like just learning digital art and trying to go from there yeah i feel like sorry i like cut you off go ahead it's okay i'm like i don't know what um what i want to do just yet because there's so many possibilities now with um like I feel like there's so many more job possibilities that are opening up every single day. So I'm just like really stuck, (laughs) really stuck on what to choose. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I have like no clue what I want to do with my freaking degree yet. As like you probably, Mm -hmm. I think I've talked to you about, I am doing chemistry and Spanish, double major. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's like, like, half of, like, the people that, like, I'm in my major with, they, like, know exactly what they want to do. They're like, I'm going to go get a PhD here. I'm going to do this for 10 years, and I'm going to do this for 15 years, and then I'm going to retire here. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't even know what dining hall I'm going to eat at tomorrow. (laughs) And then there's, like, the other half are like me, where I'm like, I literally don't know what I want to do. But, like, Mm -hmm. I know some people who want to, like, do forensics. So many people are going to be, like, chemistry, like, teachers. So many people are going to go get their PhD. And Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I really, like, don't know what I want to do. And it's, like, kind of, like, I'm not, like, nervous because I, like, I have this philosophy. I've told, I've, like, talked to a couple people about, but I'm, like, I have, like, the rest of my life to figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. So, 
like I'm sticking with like chemistry just because like I know like 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the line, I'm still going to like find chemistry interesting and still love it and like Mm -hmm. wanting to like stick with it. But like, where do I see myself 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the line? I don't really know Mm because I've like thought about it and this is going to probably get a little bit into Twitcher. But I've thought about, I'm like, from like a young age, I'm sure like a lot of people don't like sit at like 10 years old and think this of like they want an office job they want to sit in a little cubicle like forever like I decided really early on in like my life of like choosing of when like what I want to do I was like I I could not see myself sitting down at a desk from nine to five five days a week like I can't I could never do that I don't have that personality I don't have that mind for it Mm -hmm. I remember I found it fun like sometimes my mom would take me to her work so I could like see her job and just hang out Mm -hmm. with her for a day and that was that was like one of the like best things I could ever do as a kid like hang out with my mom at her work but it was so boring seeing (sighs) how her like just sit at the computer not move for like a long time while I'm like laying on the couch and I'm like because she had like a mini couch in her office yeah because she's like like a pretty high up in her job and so she was able mm. to have her own office but it was still like just seeing all those like tiny cubicles and yeah. just knowing that someone's sitting at that all day that then having to do that the next day that sounds like no offense to people who like do that kind of job yeah that sounds <laughs> so boring like as someone who can't sit still for a long amount of time it sounds terrible. I've changed seating positions about five times in the past, like, ten minutes, so. <laughs> exactly. I'm just, like, fidgeting constantly. Yeah. I just, that doesn't sound fun. It definitely takes, like, a certain kind of person to, like, be able to sit down and be like, oh, I want to, like, crunch numbers all day. And, like, I can, mm-hmm. like, talk to people and be, like, kind of, like, my own little, like, uh like pr person and like talk with all these people email people like i can do that and stuff mm-hmm. i'm like what? i don't want to do that like <laughs> i can mm-hmm. i could never which i feel like it's kind of ironic since i am a streamer and i do sit I know, on my sit in one yeah. position for like like six hours straight but i feel like it's different in the way that i am like my mind is constantly active because I'm yeah, getting all these um, yeah. messages from people. I'm entertained at the same time. And it's constant, like, change in a way. Like, there's constant, like, there's new people. There's new messages. It's entertaining. Whereas I feel like, like, I can hardly get myself to sit my, at my own computer and do my homework. You know? Yeah. Like, imagine having to do that for work. Ugh, I know. Nasty. But that's like where then like what is it? So then obviously that's where like after like kind of deciding that of like I'm not gonna sit in a freaking cubicle all day. Like that's where I was like getting like into chemistry. I was like, ooh, but I'm fine with standing at a lab bench all day. And then like <laughs> as I've like continued doing chemistry, I'm like, ooh, maybe I don't want to stand at a lab bench all day. Yeah. Because like I think Because, like, I've done, like, I've worked in, like, kind of, like, chemistry labs in, like, the past, like, over, like, winter break and stuff. And I've, like, talked about it before. Mm -hmm. We love the morning job for all of the OGs who remember that. Like, the morning and afternoon jobs. We stand the morning job. 
Um, mm-hmm. But that one was like a lot of like analytical chemistry. So it was a lot of like, like quantitative stuff of like finding out. So what is the percent protein in this starch? Ugh. And like, I literally would like, I would spend like two, three hours uh, just listening to like this crime podcast, Crime Junkie. I love Crime Junkie. Um, or listening mm-hmm. to music. Sometimes I would watch YouTube videos even. Um, and I would just take these small little tinfoil squares and I would fill them with starch powder. And then I would pack them down into like these little, they were like basically like little like tablets. Like they were like the size of like, mm-hmm. what is it? Uh, like ibuprofen. Yeah. And, and then I'd fill up this machine and then I'd like start it and it would just go and it would spit stuff out into this like furnace that was like i would like take out like a crucible it was like a cylinder crucible and it was red hot Mm -hmm. every time oh that sounds horrible but it was like oh i just hit my mic (laughs) but like (laughs) it was like kind of fun but also like it was fun to me because i like i had never done anything like that before but like then i like thought about i was like i'm gonna if I were to do that, I'd do that for the rest of, like, like maybe, like, five, ten years and stuff. And I don't know if I could do that, though. Yeah. I just like, like that's it's, the issue. It's kind of, like, what, what I'm afraid of, in a way, mm-hmm. is, like, constantly, like, you, it's going to become a part of your routine. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I don't want it to become a routine every day mm-hmm. where I have to do the same thing. Then go home, sleep, go back, and do the same thing again. Oh like my I gosh, think, yes. I think the pandemic, in a way, has solidified that for me because yeah. for a long time, like of, of course, everyone is like, I'm so sick of doing the same thing every single day. But it's like amplified because we mm-hmm. are so limited in what we can do outside of our homes. So it's like, like I don't want to do that in the future either when there's no pandemic yeah i totally feel that i really do because like i've like now i'm like kind of decided like with twitch like i really hope it goes somewhere because i'd love to like keep doing it you know Mm -hmm. yes that's like i feel like the ultimate goal i don't know like how you feel about like twitch and stuff like i personally if it went far enough for me to like end up just like doing it like I'd love mm-hmm. that. I really would. Yeah, I so the thing about Twitch is that I started this year, which is pretty like yeah. so I feel like I know everyone who I've met on Twitch for way longer. Oh, which I feel is kind that. of funny. But I what I like about Twitch is how easy it is for me to make friends <laughs> and how yeah. like I love how um, supportive my community is and how I've actually, mm-hmm. I've made f- even more friends with even more like um, streamers who have equally supportive communities. And so it's kind of like a nice bubble. And yeah. I'm worried that if I grow bigger, I'll lose that bubble of oh. nice people and nice friends. Because in a lot of cases, a lot of like, this is when they're really big, of course. Yeah, but yeah, big, yeah. larger streamers aren't able to control their chats and the yeah. people who watch them. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, 
I just, I love um, knowing almost everyone who come comes in. You like the and personal, like, interactions. Yes, I love the personal interactions and being able to talk to people. That is my mm -hmm. favorite thing. And I'm, I don't want that to go away. But at the same time, I would love to have Twitch as a job. Because it's yeah. just, it's so, okay, one, it's, re it's really convenient, you know. Yeah, I'm able oh, to, 100%. like, work in a way from... Yeah, I'm able to work from home. I'm able to do something, some stuff that is really fun. And because I think a lot of people come for my personality, they are able to, you know, enjoy whatever I'm doing, whatever it is. Yeah. And I love that. I, I hope that, I hope it goes somewhere too. I hope for both of us that we end yeah. up somewhere that we're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And yeah, <laughs> basically. I feel like the cool thing is, too, of, like, where we're, like, starting out of, like, we're kind of starting out, out with, like, like, I feel like a good age, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I've thought about yeah. this before, like, way too much of, like, how, so, like, if we do, like, if things, like, kind of start taking off, like, we aren't, like, super young or whatever, where, like, it becomes kind of, like, all-consuming, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, because I want to finish college, like, 100%. Like, literally, no mm -hmm. matter what happens, if somehow, like, some crazy, like, crap goes on and, like, I get, like, a billion, trillion, gazillion, like, followers mm -hmm. or whatever by mm -hmm. some anomaly, I would still want to try and finish college, I feel like. Yeah. Because I, I want to, like, like, have that, like, oh, fallback. No, you're good. You're totally fine. Yeah, I, I agree about the fallback. I feel like even though I don't have any goals, like I feel like I don't have any like solidified ambitions, I would like that fallback mm -hmm. because the thing about a lot of um, influencers who drop out of college, I feel like while it is like helping them in their jobs currently, you never know what's going to happen in the future yeah. because, you know, like... For example, I feel like TikTok is a good example for seeing oh like how gosh. easily people yes. can rise and fall out of like memory. Like it's a very mm -hmm. TikTok in a way is like a very sped up like social media. Like everything that would yeah. happen on maybe YouTube happens way quicker on TikTok because videos are so much shorter, attention spans are shorter, people consume things so fast that it's like it, and information spreads so quickly there. So I feel like yeah. if you were to try to find an example of how it, it like fast someone can fall and fall out of like memory or mm -hmm. um, of people's like love for them, I guess. Yeah. Just you can you can find it there. And so I'm like worried that if I if it doesn't work out and I, I would be stuck yeah at like 24 or something not knowing yeah. if i go back to college or if i just try to find a job that doesn't need a college degree mm -hmm. i think also i feel like tiktok is probably like the worst thing i i would say it's probably the worst social media platform in that sense of like a lot of people get really like big off of it and they're like dropping out of college they're not even planning on like going to college they didn't have like a plan mm -hmm. for like anything post high school and like now yeah. they don't have to have a plan but, like also at the end of the day i feel like 
a lot of these people, I'm gonna, like, kind of call them out here, but, like, a lot, like, Addison Ray and, like, Bryce Hall, like, and, mm-hmm. like, kind of Charlie and Emilio, I guess, but she's kind of, like, starting to, like, branch off into, like, other things and stuff a little bit just because of how popular she is. But yeah. I feel like the issue is, is a lot of those people, as compared to, like, YouTubers and, like, Twitch streamers, don't really have like anything but like their tiktok platform whereas i think a lot of like mm-hmm. youtubers twitch streamers like obviously they're still super dedicated to what they're doing but i feel like a lot of them always are like doing like a lot of like other like projects and like side projects that like even if they were to kind of like die out on like their main platform or something somehow they still have like other things and stuff like i would say yeah. for like example like both like valkyrie and like Pokemon, like i think mm-hmm. especially with like Ray, Honest, queens i know i queens. love them I both, love them both so, so much i love just like their vibes in general and i also just want to say i like follow like both on twitter and i love pokey's uh like personal account like absolutely mm-hmm. amazing i love when like she tweets on there and then like also ray on like her main account she's always like replying to like all of, like people who at her and like She's always, like, sending so much love. I'm like, you like you guys are absolutely amazing. but They're such wholesome people. Yeah, and, like, you can totally see why they're both, like, some of the most, like, followed and most viewed, like, streamers on their, like, respective, like, platforms and stuff. But they, like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, yeah. they're, like, doing, like, other things. Like, Pokey is, like, making, like, she has, like, her own, like, merch line now. Like, not just, like, her own, like, merch mm-hmm. that comes out, like, every few months, but, like, she has, like... I think it's called Cloak and stuff. So, like, she's already doing that. Yeah. Like, or, like, I think Mm -hmm. a really good example is, like, Liza Koshy, actually. I think that that's an even better example of, like, how she did, like, Vine. And then, like, she, Mm -hmm. like, used that to springboard her YouTube. And then, like, after that, like, with, like, how big she was, like, getting and how, like, creative she was. Like, she was, like, doing so many other things. Like, I'm still, I tweeted this out, like, a while ago. But, like... I was so, she was 20 when she was at the Met Gala and interviewing, like, big A-list celebrities like Kim Kardashian and, like, Harry Styles. She was 20. Wow. I'm, like, I'm. Only 20 years old. Yeah. I'm, like, in two years, I'm still going to be sitting doing freaking lab reports. And she was out (laughs) at the Met Gala interviewing, like, big celebrities. I'm, like, that's Mm -hmm. crazy. But, like, I feel like Mm -hmm. that's, like the difference is that like a lot of like youtubers and like twitch streamers even though they like have their platform and they keep going with it they do like bigger things but like tiktok people who like get famous on there i feel like especially like straight tiktok like with all the dances i'm like (laughs) what are what are y'all gonna do like after like everything kind of dies out because at some point like people will only watch you so much you know and at some point tiktok unfortunately will die out of like its popularity and stuff yeah honestly with you how it's it going i don't think of... it will be out for a while what, 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 what yeah it reminds me okay so this is exactly what it reminds me of it reminds <sighs> me of the popular kids in high school and what's gonna happen oh with the God. popular kids I is that going with like this. most of them yes most of them are just going like that's their peak yes and then like that's it and that's they just gonna, ride that's it. That's their peak. Mm-hmm. They ride it, and then that's it. Also, what bothers me about TikTok is seeing like how many people are hanging out with each other. Like, I want part of me wants to make a chart know, yeah. of like who the, who is hanging out with who to show like how big their like social circles are because yes. during a pandemic. 
Like, there's, like, who is it, Polo Boy and Tyler Funk. They're, like, not oh, exactly yeah. complete straight TikTok. But they are really popular, and they do live in, like, one of those group houses. Mm-hmm. But, like, watching their TikToks, all the time they're hanging out with so many different people. And while they do seem like good people, they're just not, like like doing what they should yeah like be more like socially they're not being responsible yeah yes socially aware and responsible like nobody who is in like any of those like houses are is responsible like right now yeah i feel like like, oh my god it just it takes me off yeah because like i feel like the thing is is like oh they go and do a collab with like one to three people but then those like people go and do a collab with like a bunch of other people and like I feel like mm-hmm. the issue is is that like they just all keep like collabing with like other people and they're like, oh, well, we like got our like COVID tests and like do this. I'm like, well, like also let's keep in mind that like you're definitely seeing other people because I've seen like was it like Brittany Broski and stuff like she's like gone and she's like collabed with like Trixie Mattel and stuff, but I feel mm-hmm. like that's different because she literally only collabs with like Trixie Mattel, and like. Mm-hmm. They, like, she, like, those, like, type of TikToker, TikTokers, I can't speak, uh, TikTokers mm-hmm. and, like, influencers and, and, like, content creators that, like, actually, like, took this seriously in the beginning and, like, kept, like, followed, like, all the rules. They, like, stayed home because I, I love Brittany Broski, so that's why, like, I'm using her as an example. She's amazing. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, her and, like, Sarah, her room, her roommate, like, they, like, stayed home, like, for like six straight months like they did not leave the house maybe like a couple times they Mm -hmm. said for like to buy groceries but a lot of the time they would like have what is it like postmates or something they'd like have like bring their groceries and stuff so then they didn't even like leave and stuff so then like that's where it's like you guys like you guys can go and like have your fun and like be safe about it but like you need to like be like smart and stuff especially like in california where all these people are because exactly that's where like california was like probably the worst at like several points during this no honestly as someone from california a lot of people aren't taking it as seriously as they should i even saw Mm -hmm. there's this one girl who went to my high school who's like pregnant she like recently gave birth to her baby she went to a rave Oh, like it my wasn't like a God. rave, but it was like I, th- I actually I don't think it was a rave. She was posting about raves at the time, but she went to yeah. like a house party with so many different people while pregnant. I'm just like oh, nobody's gosh. like taking it seriously enough here, and it's just it's really like it's sad frustrating. To see. Like, mm-hmm. like there's places like I would say like San Francisco is very good with like mask mm-hmm. like mask mandates and stuff like that. But there are other places, like, um, other places in California, like, L.A. and oh, well, yeah. pretty much just, like, those, like, extremely populated areas where nobody's really taking it seriously. And they're just like, well, it's just a little virus. Nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> it's, like, not gonna yeah. kill me, so. Like, they're the problem like, child that ruins it for everybody. Exactly exactly so oh my god that's something that's one reason why i hate people (laughs) that's one reason yeah they just don't they ruin it for everyone else yeah honestly 
but also like digressing here a little bit i also mm-hmm. want to address like how i tweet out i really hope big like not like big goal like right now number one goal is for me you chia and charlie all to like be at twitchcon at some point like yes. that would tell me that would not be like a whole vibe because like feel coming back like to, that like, would be really stuff Yes, I feel like I don't think that TwitchCon is going to be happening this no, year. I think yeah, I, I, I looked not. it up and they're like, we're going to have big plans for GlitchCon. So I'm pretty sure GlitchCon is going to happen. But hopefully yeah, yeah. next year with everyone being vaccinated like me, I just got um, yeah. my first dose of the vax the other day. Yeah. Hopefully with everyone being vaccinated, we'll be able to have TwitchCon. And that mm-hmm. would be such a vibe. Like, it would be so f- cool seeing um a lot of people who i know and like act being able to make them irl friends like being able to transform that like friendship like i think i genuinely would like cry because like i feel like out of like like happiness like see you guys like i'm a very (laughs) emotional person like i cry a lot Mm -hmm. like i can easily like cry um i think i'm the opposite in a way like i i'm I'm able to cry easily sometimes, but if I cry, it only lasts like a minute. I sometimes I wish I could dwell in it a little longer, you know, yeah. like have that, have that sadness last a little bit longer. But yeah. it just it's usually very short for me. Yeah, but, like oh my god, seeing Seth cry would be so. Oh my god. I feel like that would add like seven years on my life. <laughs> well, I just like, I like grew up where like, well, uh, like kind of, but like also my mom, like she like. I was just about to say, like, she cries a lot, but, like, that sounded, like, really bad. Um, mm-hmm. but, like, she would, like, like, tears weren't, like, a bad thing, like, growing up and stuff. So, like, I, like, ob- like mm-hmm. I, like, am very, like, comfortable with doing that and stuff and, like, crying and stuff. Like, I cry at movies all the time. Like, all the time. Especially yeah. when they're not. I cried at Wreck-It Ralph, too. Like, I'm not what? even kidding. Not Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. When, like, he was saying goodbye to her, I, like, actually, like, cried. Because, like, I teared up, mm-hmm. but not, like, full-on bald. Like, yeah, I cried, I cried at Train to Busan. Oh my God, Train wait, to Busan wrecked me. It's the it's the Korean zombie movie. Oh, okay. Wait, I feel like I've heard of it. Okay. Let me look yeah, up. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. What but else have I cried I think... at? That I shouldn't have cried at. Yeah, my mom is really emotional. If I if she sees like one of those sad like those things that are supposed to make you sad on Facebook, like those like videos that are sob stories, my mom will start crying over it. She has <sighs> cried over iPhone commercials because she found them so sad. Oh my god! Like, I love my mom, but sometimes, please, not that commercial. Hold it back just a little. But. Yeah, I just yeah. sometimes like a good cry is always needed. Honestly, oh yeah. If I can find any opportunity to like cry, I'll tr- I'll try and take it because I just need it. It's it's like healthy, you know. Yeah, I don't always cry like too too much though. It's also because I'm like I try to always rationalize stuff for like myself whenever mm-hmm. like something goes wrong. Um. Same. And, like, I'm, I've gone, like, pretty good. I will say, okay, so a couple of things I've cried at that I probably shouldn't have cried. I, I cried at the Blackpink documentary. I cry at the same part every time. Not. <laughs> because it's, like, Black Rosie. Pink. And it, they're singing, oh, my God, what is it? As If It's Your Last. They're singing that. And mm-hmm. she's, like, everyone, 
has she says something along the lines of like everyone has a dream like something that they're constantly reaching for and you just have to go after it and run for it and then they're just like see and then it's like at the end of their performance and they're like it gets really hard sometimes on tour because we're so far away from home sometimes. And then they just start crying and I start crying. Oh. I'm like, <sighs> no. Uh, what else oh did I credit? God. I credit Good Girls. Uh, it's a TV show about these moms who rob a grocery store. Uh, but I Ooh, cried at I that. I need to watch that. It's I saw really it on Netflix. good. It's super good. Actually, was it Netflix or I mean, Amazon Prime? It's on Netflix. And I think Amazon Prime too. Okay, Netflix. But yeah, okay, I I'll, cried I'll watch at it that. on Netflix. Yes, I saw it and I was yeah. intrigued, but I was like, I, I don't know, something about it just didn't make me click. I've been watching Invincible on Prime instead. Um, see, it's like it's like this TV show that has the same. Um, I think it has the same artist as the um, people who made the Justice League. Mm-hmm. cartoon series which i watched religiously as a child like my brother and i would point i want that one to be my uncle during the like intro <sighs> which is really like <laughs> like such a childish thing oh, to do nice. um but that was something that we um did all the time and honestly the tv show is pretty good i i highly recommend it's like it's um not as have you seen the boys i've heard Amazon? of it i've i've heard of it <gasps> Okay, so it's kind of like the boys in that it's has it has a way darker turn than you like it has a okay. darker turn than you expect, not a way darker darker one. But the boys just is like a one like a uh zero to one hundred version of it. Like it's so good. It's one of my favorite T V shows, I think. Um but yeah, so that's what I've been watching recently. Period. Um but back to TwitchCon. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would be. <laughs> we went on a tangent. Oh yeah. Um. But back to TwitchCon, I feel like that would be so interesting. Oh my God, yeah. to, like get to hang out with people and say hi and meet people who you've um no. like talked to but haven't seen. I honestly, here's a sad little like fun fact about me. I go to um conventions like in my um city, and really? I find them really fun. But none of my friends like, like, anime or manga. And so what I did uh-huh. for, like, the past three conventions is I went by myself. <laughs> so just, like, imagine a, a Cece oh my just goodness. sitting by herself eating pizza with all of her posters that she collected for the day while, like, staring at everyone else with their friends. It was so sad. And, like... I'll move to I California found it... and I'll go with you. <laughs> please i want someone to go with me to like the convention because none of my friends are interested in it and so i always like which is like you know what it's okay i'll go by myself i wear like a cute outfit and none of them were ever cute by the way like looking back <sighs> oh my god but it was just something i found that i love doing like just collecting mm-hmm. these posters that i would put on my walls um but I, it would be so fun, like, actually having, like, friends to hang out with and go to TwitchCon yes. and see, like, all the, like, games and stuff. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Talking about it makes me want to, like, watch um, a YouTube video about of people, like, exploring TwitchCon in the past yeah. to see, like, what I should, like, look forward to, you know? Like, what kind of panels and stuff. 
Like, I was watching, what was it? As I frequently do, I rewatch like YouTube videos all the time. I was watching, mm-hmm. do you know offline TV? Yes, I'm. I'm a big like. Okay, I'm oh not gosh, the biggest up. fan. I love offline but I TV. I love though. them. I love yes, offline TV okay. and friends. Oh my One god! One of the yes. videos that I watched so much of in the past is Lily walking around in an anime convention, like, <gasps> playing the music, playing theme. Yes, yes playing yes. the theme songs of the cosplays. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh yes. it's my favorite thing. And I, I love watch... Lily Pichu so much. Yes, I watch um like Five Up and toast videos of them playing among us like religiously like if i just want to zone out and like watch something they're so good they're my favorite like um people to watch when i have like nothing to do yeah so (laughs) i but offline tv we were we were talking about um pokimane and and valkyrie earlier but here's something that like kind of intrigues me about them how differently their audience kind of treats them in a way like pokimane has so many toxic like fans i feel yeah while valkyrie has a lot more um nicer people i would say yes i feel like on twitter that's also very prominent like especially in like mm -hmm. pokey's like replies and like like i said before like like, ray always has like so much like love and stuff and like people Mm -hmm. are like good morning ray i hope you're having a date and she like always like she always replies like it's crazy Mm -hmm. i'm like so much love yeah and then there's pokimane who people will reply to her with a photo of her without makeup on like i know it's it's so toxic and then there's and the compilations of her like bending over on like youtube like that people make it's so like people only see her as an object i would say like a lot of like not not Mm -hmm. most people but i feel like a lot of um the audience who down like who talks down on her only sees her as an object and that's why they like treat her so rudely so it's it's nice to see how um nice people can be to a female creator when it comes to valkyrie but it's so disheartening to see people be so rude to um pokimane yeah because she's like a genuinely nice person like mm-hmm. and all the because i've listened to the offline tv podcast like yeah they always talk about how she's so down to earth she's so nice she gives the best advice she's always mm-hmm. very neutral and like any argument they're like she'll tell you when you're wrong and she'll help you with anything she's so mm-hmm. nice and it's like you said it's so sad that like i was I saw, like, a TikTok earlier um, of, like, how, like, she always has to, like, she can't ever, like, turn around when, like, she's walking out of her room. Like, she has to walk backwards. She always has to wear sweatpants. Like, she can never wear leggings anymore. Yes, I think I saw that video. And, like... Like, She has to do so much stuff in order to protect herself against, like, nasty viewers. Mm -hmm. Because, like, obviously, like she has like some thick skin to like still be like standing as tall she is going off Mm -hmm. and everything but i feel like so many people forget that like she's still like very much so human and like she Mm -hmm. has like do these things like even after years of being on the internet it's still gonna like hit like that one part of her that like still is like super like soft to it and tender to it that like any person would feel about it 
Because it's, it's just terrible to like, like look at yourself on the internet and be put on blast and be like, mm-hmm. you're wearing no makeup and like everybody's like calling you trash and calling you ugly and stuff. Or like people mm-hmm. objectifying you because you drop something and you bent over to pick it up. Or people getting like really angry at you when you're just playing a video game like oh Among Us. Like seeing how many yes. times people get so angry at everyone when they just make like a like a quick little mistake when they're playing a video game with their friends hello like what's up with them recently the biggest thing was do you know foosley yes yeah yes i do like recently on one of her gta streams like people were like Mm -hmm. absolutely trashing her for like her role playing stuff because they do like a lot of role play on gta and like she Mm -hmm. like basically at the end like she ended stream kind of early, I think. And, like, she was, like, crying at the end and being, like... Like, I get it. Like, my roleplay is, like, not that great. And, like, she's, like, talking herself down. And, like, she's, like, crying and stuff. And, like, everybody... Like, everybody... Like, all of, like, those, like, people are always, like... They've got each other's backs. And, like, everybody was, like, super quick to hop on, like, Twitter and stuff. And be, like, if you're ever rude to my friends, I'm gonna ban you in my chat. Don't even think about it. Because so many people just mm-hmm. are very quick to, like, slander people for, like, not playing the game how, like, everybody else is or how they think they yeah. should be doing. Like, especially, I remember as well, like, Janet, like, she, like, she, like, started crying when she was in one of the morning Among Us lobbies because so many people were, like, slandering her for, like, the way that she, like, played, like, one of the like, games out. And it's, like, mm-hmm. it's literally, it's just how the game goes. It's just how that person is playing the game and like if you don't like it just like leave it's so horrible to yes, watch it's like like okay i some of my friends they say this joke like if you're being cyberbullied, just turn off your monitor but, yeah, but it's like I, why can't yeah why can't people who are um like doing the cyberbullying just leave like why, why can't is they it turn something... off their monitor <laughs> yeah i don't understand why so many people are so quick to be so mean to these people as if they're not real pe- human beings. Yeah, I think that's also an issue, which I talked about in, like, one of my earlier episodes of, like, it's so, like, people put, like, celebrities on pedestals so much that they become, like, not human to them. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to, like, process that, like, you need, like, you need to treat these people, like, as human beings at the very least still and like some people can't even yeah. like do that like it's not hard to just like block them just because you don't want to see them like on social media and stuff or mute them or whatever like just mm-hmm. like it's not hard to be like nice granted like they again they seem so far away they seem so distant but like your reply like travels across like the nation the globe and it reaches their phone, mm-hmm. and they read it, and they have feelings, and they're going to feel that. Yeah. Like, I, I, another thing is that when you say something negative, and some people may agree with it, that's just going to make your um, negative oh gosh, comment, yeah. like, higher and give them a higher chance of seeing it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, a whole, like, horrible, like, um, like, loop. Yeah. People just being negative, and then that negativity um, getting more popularity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, daily dose of human beings being nasty. Trash. Yeah. And trash. But although I just, it's the way that I feel like um, on another topic, 
it's that so many um, women get so much hate for doing the same thing that men do. Yeah. Like, Like, especially in the gaming world, like, they always, Mm -hmm. like, talk about that all the time. I feel like they're, like, all these female content creators are always tacky about it because it's not Mm -hmm. changing. Because they always keep getting Yeah, and there are people who are like, why are you still talking about this? Just move on. When, like, Valkyrie may have been, like, the top, um, like, female creator, Mm -hmm. like, female streamer, but she's still, like, like way lower than the men on the platform you know mm-hmm. for for a reason because they're just like women are are just not like like say for example someone some woman is like really high up on the scale people are just gonna say that it's just because of their looks or they did something in order to gain that popularity mm-hmm. you know like they're gonna insin- insinuate something like that and it's just nasty seeing how people will just be so quick to invalidate their success yeah and hopefully i think i feel like as like we keep like evolving with the internet and stuff um i recently watched like i i've really gotten into like 100 thieves recently i recently watched mm-hmm. like kaide like her video of like unwrapped i think it was of her like mm-hmm. introducing herself for like 100 thieves and she was talking about that a lot of how like she she was talking about how, like, she always has toxic people in her chat, but, like, she's starting to see, like, things evolve towards a more positive light, or at least a more counteractive way, which I think, obviously, I can't, like, personally speak, because I've never had those experiences, and, mm-hmm. uh, like, I think that's where, like, we're kind of evolving into, is, like, the hate isn't going away, but more and more people are, like, counteracting it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I think that's, like, I feel like that's almost, like, better than trying to, like, eradicate, like, the hate. Because you'll never be able to, like, totally Mm -hmm. get rid of, like, hate. Because that's just how human beings are. They always want to hate something. It's it's better that there are more people who are actually calling it out. Because it Mm -hmm. shows that um, more people are not going to stand for that kind of behavior. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Unfortunately, uh, we are starting to near the end of our time uh, for this. So our last little segment before the end, I always talk about my newest love language of the week, which is basically something that I've been obsessed with recently. So what for you is the newest addition to your list of love languages or basically just something that you have been totally obsessed with very recently? that everybody needs to know about and everybody should look into. I'm pulling a blank. <laughs> um, That's okay. Maybe, honestly, I've been really enjoying talking to people one-on-one and, mm-hmm. for example, Discord, because I was, I've been a very shy person. I feel like when it comes to talking to huge groups of people and not knowing what to say, and so when I... I'm able to talk to like a friend one-on-one I feel heard and I feel very appreciated and I also love to always get to know people more and so I've recently like talked to you and I've talked yeah. to a couple more of my friends like one-on-one 
And I think that just taking like time out of your day to talk with someone, maybe hang out with them in a game, it's just like, it's simple, but it really makes me feel appreciated and loved, you know? Mm -hmm. I definitely feel that was like the anxiety of like having like anything more than like four people in like a discord call it just becomes very chaotic and it's like sometimes hard to like jump into conversations and stuff so I definitely agree with like the one-on-one conversations just being so much fun like I think it was Tuesday night where we just like we were just like talking and stuff and it was like great Mm like catching up and just like vibing and everything Like, it -hmm. was yeah awesome. just talking after stream winding down and also like catching up on stuff that we hadn't previously talked about was so nice and i just really love um being able to talk to my friends and get to you know get to know them more like instead of being acquaintances on like online media it's so nice to know that i'm actually like getting to become friends with people like you it's Yeah. it's like it's one of the best feelings ever Yeah. Y'all heard it here. Start having more one-on-one conversations. Everybody wants to have them. Everybody wants to. mm-hmm <laughs> They just don't know how to initiate it. deepen So. those relationships Exactly, exactly. And only good can come from that, you know? So, yeah. Like I said, unfortunately, our time has run out. So, we need to end this episode here. So, Okay. thank you so much, Cece, for being here. I really appreciate it a lot. And I loved, I like, I want you to know that, like, I was so excited for this episode. Like, I was hyping up so much. So, I really hope everybody is, like, on the same wavelength and is, like, hype about it, too.